ഓം ശ്രീ സായിറാം വെൽക്കം ടു ക്വസ്റ്റ്യൻ ആൻഡ് ആൻസർ സെഷൻ വി വിൽ ഡിസ്കസ് ടുഡേ ടു ഓഫ് ദി ക്വസ്റ്റ്യൻസ് റിസീവ്ഡ് ദ ഫസ്റ്റ് ക്വസ്റ്റ്യൻ ഈസ് ഓൺ മെഡിറ്റേഷൻ ദ ക്വസ്റ്റ്യൻ ഇസ് പുട്ട് ലൈക്ക് ദിസ് വി ഹാവ് മെനി മെനി ഓഫ് മെത്തഡ്സ് ടാക്ക് ടു അസ് ദ മെത്തഡ്സ് ഓഫ് മെഡിറ്റേഷൻ ആർ given to us many of the teachers taught us the various processes of meditation naturally we have been following different methods but would you say briefly what baba comments on this subject in other words baba's views are to be elicited on this point of different methods of meditation adopted today that's how i understand the question well let me say what baba uh, comments on this you may follow any method you may follow any teacher but yet one thing you have to remember you follow that method that you love that exactly suits you and you begin exactly at that point and proceed and that is the beginning of meditation swami taught us jyoti meditation he wants us to concentrate on the jyoti and then imagine jyoti at the center of the two eyebrows then we have to uh, think of the jyoti in our heart all over the body finally we have to uh, get an experience that this jyoti's light is all around this is what is called jyoti meditation so some may like it some may love it for example some love music and they take music as a, a method in their meditation process some loves nature as they watch nature they forget themselves in other words it all depends upon our likes and dislikes finally it can be said start from where you are don't try to borrow don't try to copy don't try to imitate you start from where you are then what happens depending on your capacity you grow more and more in that particular direction chosen by you and one surprising thing is at the final stage the meditation drops on its own why because meditation becomes so natural your life transforms into meditation at that moment as baba said walking talking reading writing driving that that's all meditation you are meditative in every act thus meditation follows us like a shadow this is the sign of a true meditator as commented by bhagavan but today this meditation has become 
a matter of commercial value. People advertise and charge heavily. Can you call it meditation? No. Here is his comment. Dhanamukosamu daivajjanalu bonalu koti panagamulu paneraya It is only for money. People take to this meditation. In fact, money and meditation have nothing to do with each other. Nothing. But these people take to meditation for commercial purpose. Rangalingayansu dongamrukulumukhi panganamamu prajakupedataraya They go on, salute, prostrations. What for? Only for money. That's all, that's all dramatic. That's all false. And ultimately, they, it amounts to cheating the public. That's not meditation at all. Sadgunam bululeka, sachintanaluleka. Without virtues, without good qualities, without good thoughts, janamandu manasupuna kalada. Is it possible to concentrate in meditation? That's what that question is put by Bhagavan. You don't have any virtues, you don't have any noble thoughts. How do you concentrate? Impossible. How can you meditate? Impossible. Yiluk atutakonu. ఇటుకలు సున్నంబు కలుగకున్న ఇల్లు కట్టుడెట్లు ఇఫ్ యూ వాంట్ కన్స్ట్రక్ట్ ఎ హౌస్ యూనిట్ బ్రిక్స్ యూనిట్ సిమెంట్ వితౌట్ దీస్ రిక్వైర్మెంట్స్ ఈజ్ ఇట్ పాసిబుల్ టు కన్స్ట్రక్ట్ ఎనీ హౌస్ స్మాల్ హౌస్ ఈజ్ ఇట్ పాసిబుల్ ఇంపాసిబుల్ కన్స్ట్రక్షన్ ఈజ్ ఇంపాసిబుల్ వితౌట్ బ్రిక్స్ ఇన్ ద సిమెంట్ ప్రాణాయామము ప్రచారము నిత్య నిత్య వివేక విచారము ప్రాణాయామము ప్రచారము నిత్య నిత్య వివేక విచారము ప్రాణాయామ టోటల్ కంట్రోల్ ఆన్ అవర్ బ్రెత్ బ్రెత్ కంట్రోల్ వితౌట్ ఎక్స్పెక్టింగ్ ఎనీథింగ్ ఫ్రమ్ ఎనీబడి అండ్ ద సెన్స్ ఆఫ్ డిస్క్రిమినేషన్ అండ్ డిస్క్రిషన్ to distinguish what is temporary what is eternal viveka vicharamu that kind of inquiry that kind of discrimination we should have as to know what is temporary and what is permanent mantram utoda samadhi vidhanamu mantram utoda samadhi vidhanamu jagratagani chalamu gacheyumu Where you take Nama, you take Swami's name, Swami's mantra, Sai Ram, and you go on repeating, and you remain steady over there, what you call Samadhi, do it carefully, and remain steady over there. Bhajagovindam, Bhajagovindam, Govindam Bhajamudamate. Adi Shankara composed this Bhajagovindam. Swami translated all these slokas into Telugu and gave one full month discourses 
most most perhaps in Uti, where uh, summer classes were held that year. This I am just uh, quoting for information. And further, Swami says, if you have no control, what is the use of the sadhana? Sadhana muche sipaniye mi shamamu leka. Shamamu meaning control. Or what is the fun of doing all sadhana, spiritual practices, if you have no control or restraint? Yoga mupuni falame mi orpuleka. You take to different methods of yoga. But you have no patience. Why? What for? People say that they do japa, repeat God's name, repeatedly, but they have no peace of mind. What for? What is the fun of it? Why should we continue to do it? Chaviti bhumini dunnina chayakade. It is as if going to a barren land, a useless land for cultivation. Can you plow it? Can you farm? Is that uh, uh, I mean possible to plow that land? Is that land fit for fit for farming purposes? Impossible. Therefore, any spiritual practice needs control. Yoga needs patience, and Japa, repeated God's name, should give you the peace of mind. Or else, it is as if uh, cultivate, trying to cultivate. In a barren land. That's what Bhagwan said. And further, Swami also commented, when you repeat a mantra, say Sai Ram, something like that, what happens? The, th- the thought process stops and you will have focused attention and you will remain silent. This is a, a, the beginning stage. Yes. Later, as mentioned earlier, meditation becomes part of your life. That's what Swami said on this meditation which I wanted to share with you. Now we go to the next question. The the question is this. What they say is, Sir, we heard lots of things from great scholars and we read several books also. Would you please comment on this? Meaning, I should comment on all the good things that heard and all sacred texts that have been gone through. That, that, that I have to comment now. Let us see. This is my opinion. It's not enough if we hear. It's not enough if we read. We should have that capacity to comprehend to absorb, understand, assimilate, that's more, more essential than mere hearing or merely reading a book. Well, then what happens if I don't have that correct capacity of comprehension? What happens? I start misinterpreting what all I heard, what all I read. And I also miss the subject. Because a point may be stated by the scholar or any speaker in a particular context. Or in a book, I may come across certain sentences which are relevant 
in a particular context. If I forget the context and go on reading like that, it will be irrelevant and useless out of context. In other words, we have not developed that capacity of comprehension, that capacity of uh, under, total understanding, which is absolutely necessary. Because the context comes from our very being. Please understand it. We should be more and know less. But today we know more and we are less in our being. So be more, meaning be, be, meaning be, being, meaning that awareness. Then be more, have grow in awareness and then know less. That's what is meant here. Know a little, doesn't matter, but do it, absorb it, digest it. Otherwise, all the knowledge accumulated becomes a kind of indigestion or constipation. And it will be a heavy head load on you. It's useless. And therefore, what I suggest is, think of any book or any talk that you love, that you like, such that you will have easy rapport with what is heard and what is read. There begins the first glimpse of God. Glimpse of God begins there. That is your being. And the journey starts from there. Therefore, it's not enough if we simply read. It's not enough if we simply hear. It's absolutely necessary to improve our the level of understanding, level of assimilation and the depth which are very important. As Bhagavan says, Shastra Jalambunantayu Chadivinanta Datta Mainati Ajnanatamamuteguna. You may read all scriptures, but you are in the thick darkness of ignorance. You cannot get out of that darkness of ignorance in spite of your vast reading, in spite of uh, accumulating all the knowledge. Why? Acharanaleni vidyalu avaniyandu nindanechina falame mogundusuna. Without practicing all the knowledge accumulated here in this world, however material matter you may gather, the result is as big zero. That's what Swami says. And further, Swami also commented this. See that. Many people, they make use of their knowledge. What for? For argumentation. To win an argument or to display their knowledge or the levels of their wisdom. Is it for that purpose? Can you say that you have got the total knowledge? No. Because you are making use of uh, your knowledge for uh, or to get into arguments. What for? And finally, Swami says, with all that you have read, ultimately, death is certain. Why should we die with all this mere accumulated, borrowed knowledge? No. We should acquire that knowledge, which will make us immortal. Amurtasya putra. Immortal. The knowledge that will immortalize us. That's more important, not merely 
a heavy burden or load of information tarachi chaduvu chaduva tarkavada mekani go on reading why to argue with others purna gnanam epudu pandaledu he cannot say that he has got the total knowledge in his totality no chaduvulanni yuchadivi chavanganetiki one reading and reading and ultimately die should we read only to die no chavuleni chaduvu chaduvavalayu all the knowledge that we cured that we crewed over a period of time should take us to that immortality that's what bhagwan's view is thank you very much for your time we'll meet again sai ram